This episode originally aired on May 20th, 2022 on the Unethical Patreon. Our guest today is Officer Virgil. I found that and uh, I nearly passed out laughing. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, second day, okay. And then it was like a whole gaggle of dicks. Is that what you call a grouping of dicks? A gaggle? I guess. Seems right. (laughs) Boys, I told you he'd be in a dirty ass garage. Fucking Virgil. Not these fucking assholes again. What do we do? Piece of shit. Virgil, been looking for you. I know you're not a cop. I never said I was. I just said officer. Where the fuck is Abigail? Yeah, yeah, I took her, but that bitch ran off. Last time I saw her, I was around Kandahar. I saw some real tall motherfuckers there. Okay, wait, slow this down there, fucking officer Virgil. So you took, you took, you just brought her to Kandahar. Yeah. What are you doing in Kandahar? Don't worry about that. That was purely some officer shit. <laughs> Rick, punch him in the gut. Rick, punch him in the gut. Oh, fuck. That's what I thought. Fucking, you don't make me want to get gets, get gets on your ass. Well, fuck around. That's right. Do you know what one punch from, from Rick is like two punches from a toddler? He just gets gots. Daddy, can I have another? Oh, I like it. Yeah, so don't fuck around. Tell us. You, you went to Kandahar with her. What the fuck are you doing in Kandahar? Go there, find the tallest motherfucker there. People like run from him and shit. Believe me, if you you get there, you see him, and you'll fucking know who it is. You'll find her. Or part of her. Did you leave her with a giant? Is that what you're trying to tell me? She ran off. Okay, what about this? If I tell you all about a giant in Kandahar, will you tell me where she is? I'll consider it. You sack of shit. That that might that might help us figure it out on our own. I mean, if he if he claims he left her with one of them, this is why you're the detective, and I'm just a dick. Yeah, like yeah, punch I'm... him again. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, thank you, Daddy. I don't know that it's doing anything bad to him. Oh, oh, it's real bad. <laughs> I, I think he has an erection. An elite team of private detectives. What if balloons are aliens? Maybe that's the key component we're missing. Cover-ups. John's guilty. Mysteries that need to be solved. Maybe Mormons need mountains. Richard, shut up. You guys can uh, you guys can continue your weird BDSM as I go through this. So I learned about the Kandahar giant uh, a while ago. Uh, nobody gave a shit then. I didn't think anybody cared now so i'm i'm glad i have all this information in my brain i first learned about this giant when i saw an article on all that's interesting.com called did the u.s special forces really shoot dead a 12 foot giant in afghanistan he ain't dead yeah well we'll see uh, we'll see when i get through the story you tell me if you could survive that when i saw this i was like fuck i, mu- I must read this like anybody would and i think today we can put this mammoth-sized myth to bed now, this is a story about giants, not like the football team. Is that a football team? I don't know anything about sports. Um, yes, nobody, it is. Nobody here York. does. That's awesome. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, yes, the New York Giants is a football team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not about that, though. It's about, like, actual oversized humans. It would be really funny if they did shoot Eli Manning to death in <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I'm laughing, but I don't know who Eli Manning is. I'm just assuming it's like a good uh, he's, he's He's quarterback on the New York Giants. Nice. Well, he, he's probably big, right? How big do you think Eli Manning is? Uh, he's an NFL quarterback, so he's probably like four foot 11. <laughs> yeah, we all know lots about sports. Yeah. <laughs> no, this, this is going to be about the Giants like of myth, the legends, the fucking hoaxes. You know, how, history, apparently. How tall are we talking here? Like anywhere like, between seven to 15 times the size of a man. That's a whole lot of man. I'm sorry. Seven, seven, what to 15 times the size seven of a man? Seven feet. Sorry. Seven feet tall or 15 times the size of a man. I'm sorry. That's quite. A, so like, let's say the average man is what? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. Even if it's five, it's still outrageous. It's still a that's, gigantic number. That's fucking nonsensical. Like, hold on one second. <laughs> this this is important. I'm sorry. So seven feet to 87 feet tall? Yes, exactly. And anywhere in between there. <laughs> exactly. Now you're catching on. This is great. This is going to be a smooth breeze for all of this. If you're catching on this quickly. I like that. All right. <laughs> at least, at least they narrowed it down. Well, you know what? The, not that's not the specific giant. I what I'm going to tell you is what have we learned about dick work since we've been being dicks? Um, if you don't wash it, it will uh, smell bad and potentially get an infection. <laughs> this is good dick advice, but not what I was talking about. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You can blow up your foreskin with an air pump. That you, that you, you can do that. However, it may lead to my thing. You just gotta be careful. <laughs> Rick, you got any good dick advice before I, I have? I, dick advice? This is a great start. I'm. <laughs> what we have to do, if we want to figure out if something's true, we have to go back to the start. What I did was I researched giants, and I think I learned a lot. I'm not sure if I actually learned anything useful, but I learned a lot. All right. First thing I found out was giants have been talked about all throughout history, like ancient history and modern history, which I found very interesting. The ancient Mesopotamian poem, The Epic of Gilgamesh, is widely considered the earliest surviving work of literature. Gilgamesh was the hero of this poem, and he stood 17 feet tall. That's how tall this fucker was. The Epic of Gilgamesh is dated back to about 4,000 years ago, so... We've been talking about massive humanoids. I'm going to say humanoids because if they're giants, are they still human? I don't know. Mm. I guess they might be. I guess a midget's still human. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) Let's not go that far. You take a wild guess at that? Just leave that one up to chance? (laughs) I'd say they come up a little short. Well, I don't know. That's what I mean. Like, I don't, I obviously a midget's like, sorry, a little person. I shouldn't even say midget. Uh, a little person's obviously a fucking human, but I mean, when you're 17 feet tall, are you still a human anymore? I don't know. I mean, never, I've never seen, I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to say humanoids because it might sound weird, but I'm going to say. Okay. Well, what are, wait, what, so what are your qualifiers for human? Apparently it's a relative size of what we normally see as humans. Okay. So like immediately if they're not in that relative size, not human. Well, a 10 foot, do you think there's like a 10 foot and below? I'm going to say that. How's that? <laughs> That there's never yeah, been a 10 no, at least you're, uh, yeah at least you're inclusive of of little people now yeah 10 foot and below that's it <laughs> 10 foot to five foot nothing underneath it's disgusting 
to, I was going to go 10 foot to one foot because a fucking one foot human isn't a human anymore. That's a pixie or something. I mean, like, what about a baby? They're not. I guess they're only a foot. Now nah, they're not human. They're babies. <laughs> OK, cool. All right. Babies are human. Got it. Yeah, fuck babies. <laughs> So yeah, so that's the oldest account of a giant. And then I then I started looking in more. Giants are all over the Bible, which I found I found awesome. I didn't fucking know that there was actual physical I didn't know the one story. Like it's all mostly Old Testament shit before the Noah flood thing. So there's lots before the flood and then after the flood apparently all the giants can't swim. So they're all done after that. Uh, I think there's a couple after but not they're prevalent early before Noah's fucking flood. We all, uh, the only story I knew from the Bible is David and Goliath. Do you guys know that story? Yeah. I know Virgil must. It's made up too. They're all made up. Here's, here's this one. I, I, I found this interesting because I know the story, but I didn't really know the full story until I read it, the whole thing. So the story is that there's a fucking war going on between the Israelites and the Philistines. And they're, they're like on e- either side of a ravine or like a valley or something with their armies. They're going to fight each other. And the Philistine champion, Goliath, who they say is nine feet tall. So I'm going to give him human status. I'm not going to say humanoid. They say he's nine feet tall and he has a giant spear and armor. And then he just challenges the champion of the Israelites to come fight in single combat and end the dispute right there. You know, like Game of Thrones style. No, we don't have to war. You, your best versus my best and the war. This is pretty much what I heard in the story when I was a kid. No, everyone in the fuck. Israelites are terrified of this giant giant guy, except for a young kid named David who accepts the challenge. Now, all David has is a staff, a sling, five newly polished stones, and the power of God on his side. Goliath sees the kid, laughs, and he curses the kid like satanic curses. He like fucking puts curses on the kid, which I mother sucks cocks in hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then speaking of how how big a dick you think a nine foot feller's got. Thank you. I was wondering that too. <laughs> I got he's got a dick the size of a toddler. It's long. It's a big one. Of a toddler? A big a big <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, okay. You mean the size of a toddler. I thought you meant he had a toddler's penis. And, <laughs> and that, that seems quite disproportionate. Uh, yeah, that would be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna Google giant cock real quick and I I shouldn't have too much research to go through. I'll, I'll continue. You're going to find some. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There it is. At this point, David pulls out his sling and he puts one of his newly polished fucking stones in it and he smokes Goliath right in the face as he's charging him, killing him right in the face, dead as can be. Uh, and this is the classic underdog story. You hear this all the time. David had God on his side, so I don't know who the underdog was. Like, I think yeah. if you've got God on your side, you're probably stronger than a giant. I don't know. But anyways, I, I don't understand why it's underdog if God's helping him. But anyways. True. Maybe that's because God is only like five foot six. So like, he's like. <laughs> well, wait, when he says God is on his side, does that mean like God took him in the bet or God is helping no, God's, God's, God's helping. helping. Oh, well, that's bullshit. That's interfering with the bet. Because God God can't stand the fact that motherfuckers are that tall. Like, he's like, every time I'm on Tinder, all these bitches are like six foot and over. Don't even bother <laughs> otherwise. So he's like, hell yeah, so I'm going to help you kill this tall bitch. <laughs> Seems, it's exactly why. God is a vindictive yeah. little horny bitch who can't get a girlfriend. Yeah. I've never heard of God's girlfriend. Never. Well, no, yeah, yeah, she didn't exist. She kept swiping left on him. 
So that's the story here about the underdog, right? So that's the classic story. But here's what they don't tell you at Sunday school, okay? Which I found very interesting. After the battle, David immediately gets a sword from somewhere. I don't know where he gets it from. And cuts Goliath's head off and, like, shows it to him. Like, I fucking killed this giant. And then just steals his armor. And he goes, I'm part of your court now, king. I'm part of your... And the king's like, you know what, man? You're you're in. So a little kid just how the fuck did he fit in his armor? Exactly. That doesn't make the, yeah. the whole Bible doesn't make sense. <laughs> They're not very good with continuity, huh? No, terrible. Um, and also thinking about the story too, I think David's the bad guy. You know, Goliath just wanted to end the fucking war quickly. He was coming down for like a diplomatic thing, and David came in and bullied him. He probably just would have talked it out. Whoever God's with is the fucking loser, anyways. Hail Satan. Sure. <laughs> Hail Satan, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's, I, I, I think, pretty brutal sometimes. There, there's other stories of giants in the Bible. Like, there's a guy named King Og. Uh, that's a real guy's name in the Bible. It sounds like fucking Lord of the Rings. King Og. It's done in the caveman. Yeah, wasn't that yeah. the dad's name in uh, The Crudes? Yeah, Was it? Og, wasn't it? It's Og. almost, you're close. <laughs> I think you're close. Yeah, so they say that guy was 13 feet tall. And he was the last of his giant race of people called the Raphaelites. So yeah, you got it. That's two different types of fucking giants in the Bible so far. And there's a third type. Uh, A part of the Dead Sea Scrolls had a section called Book of Giants. And it gives an account of the biblical genesis of giants on Earth. Like I could spend fucking like two episodes just talking about giants in the Bible. It's crazy. They're they're all over the place. They also said like say that like people were like shorter back then. So like maybe they were just talking about people who were like five eleven tops. Hundred percent. That I think that that's gonna we're gonna say that about ten times through this thing. I guarantee it. Hmm. Maybe Noah's flood was just giant loads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the flood of the the water only came up like two and a half feet, but they all drowned in it because it was over their heads. <laughs> someone spilled a bucket (laughs) the bible's not historically accurate fully like we get that but there is lots of things in the bible that historians do consider historically accurate so who knows maybe this giant thing is more accurate than we want to believe that's uh, i'm just saying let's let's keep the uh, the uh, possibility of giants existing now for now if the bible says it well the bible says a lot of things that are true doesn't have to say not everything's not true but i mean and it's not just the Bible. Other cultures ha- uh, and religions have mentioned giants in their folklore. Uh, Greeks have giants in their mythology. Japanese, uh, there's a Japanese yurei that is, you remember the yureis, the, the ghosts, the Japanese yes. ghosts? Uh, there's one, this one's called a gasha dokuru. And it's uh, spirits that take form of a giant skeletons that are 15 times larger than an average person said to be created from ghosts of people who died in battle and weren't buried. And they're since they're so pissed that they didn't get the proper burial rights, they just come, they grab travelers and bite their heads off and let their blood spray everywhere. They just want the blood. Cool. Oh, sick. Yeah, I want that. I want that when I die. Someone kill me in battle and don't bury my body. I want to be. A, I want to be an attack on Titan. <laughs> Gasha Dokuru. Gasha Dokuru. Yeah, that's me now. <laughs> You're welcome. I hope we can get that for you. Thank you. If I'm around, I'll make sure it gets on your tombstone. Sick. Here lies RJ. Hopefully, yeah. Gasha Dokoru. I want to be, I still want to live like a long, rich life to be like 99 or whatever, but then just like push my wheelchair into like a LARPing area in like a park <laughs> and just have me get beat just to leave. death with foam swords and then just throw me in the trash. <laughs> just leave your body there for the next LARPing battle. <laughs> like yeah. We actually have dead bodies, guys. This is great. 
English folklore is riddled with giants. Like, I didn't know how many fucking giants are in uh, England. It's crazy. Uh, giants built Stonehenge to them. Giants have done a lot of stuff. I'm not even going to get into all the giants in history, but my God, there's Hindu giants, Norse giants. Uh, there's more Shinto folk- folklore that have giants. All this ancient folklore from all over the world has giants. So to me, that's an interesting bit to the whole thing because not every culture has like El Chupacabra, you know what I mean? Or like, I don't know. There's just some things that aren't universal. And this is a universal folklore thing. And I know it's easy to go like the same, but bigger, you know, so that maybe that's the case, but I do find it interesting. Like even native Americans, which I found, this is a good one. Native Americans have the CTK, CTK. I didn't figure out how to pronounce that properly. S I dash T E dash C E A C T K Richard's getting Satika. hungry. Satika. 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 Uh, I'm going to keep saying cicada now. You're saying yeah, shit. Because you're hungry. Satika. Satika translates to tool eaters in the Paiute language. Uh, and tool is a fibrous water plant that is not only the redheaded giant's main food source, but also where they lived. The Sitika were said to have lived on rafts made of tool after being forced off the land by the Paiute. Now, according to Paiute oral history, tool wasn't the only thing the Sitika, Sitika ate. They also ate people who came across them. Anybody, any humans that would come across them, they, they're, they keep saying cannibals, but like, I don't know. Well, yeah, Maybe. it depends on if you define them as human, which you don't. So it's not cannibalism. Unless they're under 10 feet. So then maybe. Right. That's that true. This, yeah. These don't give you a specific height. They just say giants. Right. So it might be cannibalism. Okay. So, yeah, these cannibals scared the Paiute. So what they did is they eventually chased off, chased them off into a cave. And then once they, the Sitaka were trapped inside, they lit the cave on fire, annihilating the cannibalistic race of gigantic humans. That's genocide. That is very much so. And they brag about this, but they're cannibals. If you had a, uh, like a group of gigantors, let's say they're not human, <laughs> that are eating humans all the time, you'd kill them off. Come on. I don't know. With society today? Yeah, I feel like it's their right, you know? Yeah. To genocide, yeah. Well, it's not genocide. It's just eating. No, no, no. I feel like it's their right to just eat small humans. That's what they eat. Right. It's like we eat chickens. But if you can take them out, no, I wouldn't. I would just identify as as a larger giant. I, <laughs> then I'm good. Then I can't be eaten. They don't eat their own people, right? That's true, because that's what would make them cannibals if they ate other giants like them. Right. If they're eating non-giants, they're not cannibals. They're just that's, that's like I eat gummy bears, you know. Yeah. I would eat a gummy person. It doesn't make Fair. me a cannibal. Fair. Like a sour patch kid. Yeah, no, they should be able to eat people and have it not be called cannibalism. That should be like um, like the death penalty. Do you guys have that in Canada? Uh, no, we got rid of that like in the 60s. Good. Yeah, well, Good okay, you. so for uncivilized um, societies, we kill people um, for committing crimes, except they really just sit on death row for a while. I think the giants should be able to just walk over the prison and just pick what they're feeling today. That would <laughs> be sick. Yeah, dude. That's actually like, great. Ooh, no, the giant gets to pick the last meal for the prisoner. So it's like a sub meal. Ooh, yeah, it gets to, so it's going to flavor the thing that it's going to yeah. eat. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it gets not a last meal, but the last month of meals, you know, so nice. it's fully flavored. 
Excellent. Now, see, and I, I think this is a good move because when I, when I die and I become a, a 90 foot tall, uh, giant cannibal ghost, I don't want, I like, I know I can't die of starvation, but I wouldn't want to be hungry. So I think it's, I think you're being unfair, Richard. I'm sorry. You know what? My fault. A giant, those giants should have eaten all the, it would have saved you Americans trouble of just killing them all off. Ooh, that <laughs> is unfortunately true. So now I'm just imagining a version of the green mile where the green giant walks in and just starts plucking people. <laughs> Wait, the green giant, like from the vegetable cans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When the green giant goes to the giant grocery store, he just gets frozen bags of human. Yeah. See, now, now I'm picturing the green giant being uh, put into the electric chair like he's John Coffee. No, no, no. The giants don't get executed. They're the good guys. They're just eating. They're yeah, eating I know, but you guys. can't, you can't, you can't help that image. Come on. True. I know it's not in line with your <laughs> description, yeah. but he's just like, please, not the hood. I don't like the dark. <laughs> all right so they they killed off the the this is what the the paiute say they fucking locked them in a cave burned them all off killed annihilating them all this cave is known as the lovelock cave in nevada it's it's in america right so they they f- were forgotten these sitaka cicada uh until about 1911 some miners were exploring the, the those caves the the lovelock cave and they were mining bat guano, which I didn't know that was a mineable thing until this. Uh, I understood it had things, but I didn't know it was such good fertilizer. But they're in there wading through bat shit. And these guys named David Pugh and James Hart mined about 250 tons of bat guano over the time mining. And then they found various artifacts and ancient remains of these giants. Now, over the years, People say the cave contained bones from humanoid creature that was much larger than a normal skeleton. This verifies the claims in the Paiute oral tradition. Now, the only problem with this is like gathering archaeological material in the early 1900s wasn't as strict as it is now, uh, and none of it can be really verified. They say the giant skeleton, it's it's lost. They say they had it, but they lost it. Uh, but it was found over like a year uh, and a bunch of different people would just, the miners would go in there and be like, Ooh, look what I found. Like I'm taking this home. And then eventually they like made a skeleton out of it uh, and they can't find it now. And most historians take this story and they look at it and they go, well, if you look two caves over up the road, there was mammoth bones and bear, giant bear bones. So without actually looking at the bones, it was probably just mammoth or something other than giant human. But you never know. These guys were convinced. These fucking batshit farmers. These these batshit miners were convinced. So I, I don't know what to say about that. Sure. Yeah. So North America has way more giant mysteries that I could find, like in the more recent years. Grand Canyon is one of them. In 1909, in an article in the Gazette de Arizona on April 5th, it mentions the discovery of a huge subterranean citadel by the explorer named G.E. Kincaid. When I was reading this, I read a bunch of articles about Kincaid, and I see that he was sponsored and recognized as an archaeologist by the Smithsonian when he was doing these uh, tours. But I've also seen that he, the Smithsonian says he's not, he never was a part of us, and uh, he never even existed because the people say they can't even, they look in the history and they can't even find a guy named G.E. Kincaid. That I mean, I'll be honest, even without all that, like if you told me somebody made up a, 
a story about a giant subterranean city, I would have guessed his name was G.E. Kincaid. <laughs> he sounds like a it sounds like a like Indiana. That's Jones. the most like fucking huckster name I've ever heard. Like <laughs> step right up and see the, the ninth wonder of the world or or is it the government trying to cover up for the fucking giant cave man? They just erase him from history. Could, got you that, close to the sun. Could be. Could be. <laughs> Either way, the story goes, Kincaid found the cave, a cave accidentally while rafting on the Colorado River. Uh, he said that the cave entrance to the Citadel was nearly inaccessible, but Kincaid got there. This area is a zone that's also protected by the government, and access is penalized under fines, so you're not even allowed to go check. Now, the Citadel was at the end of a tunnel that extended something uh, like 1,600 meters, which is 0.99 of a mile underground. Uh, inside, there was, according to Kincaid, there was a mammoth chamber from which radiate scores of passageway like spokes on a wheel, leading okay. to several hundred rooms. All right. Now how, now, how does one accidentally stumble upon something a mile under the ground? He was looking up into the, he was on the Colorado river and he looked up and he said, there's a cave up there, but it was like up halfway up the grand Canyon. But like, so it was hard to get at. So he wanted mm -hmm. just wanted to go look at the cave. And then he just kept, you know, when you, when you see a cave and it's a super long, long cave, and you just want to oh. keep walking, man. Who cares if it's a mile? You just keep going. Have right. you been in that no? situation all the time? No, I get what he's saying. I mean, that's, that's how I discovered <laughs> uh, all, all 49 of the caves that I've discovered exactly and, i'm just being and, sarcastic the story sounds outrageous and that i've, I've emailed the smithsonian i do not believe that you are being sarcastic <laughs> well i'm not i'm being completely honest about this i don't know what richard's talking about that's that's why that's why my name is rj mccarthy an equally fake sounding name <laughs> that's true it does sound yeah. like a pen name yeah the only reason this I even mentioned this, like there's more to this story, but the reason I even mentioned it is because it's in a newspaper. It's in a like a legit newspaper. It's in the Arizona Citadel. It's a fucking real newspaper. Uh, he said the Citadel held copper vessels, weapons, an idol resembling Buddha, ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs, and rows of mummies. Tall, one-eyed, cyclops mummies. No mummy under nine feet tall. Everything was over nine feet. 2.74 meters or nine feet tall. So Kincaid estimated that there was 50,000 people, giants, I don't know, must have lived there. Um, there's no confirmed photos because uh, he said he tried to take pictures, but he couldn't do it. Like, you know, it's hard to get there. So he had to like, it was hard for him to get photos, you know? And like I said, the Smithsonian denies knowledge of a citadel under the Grand Canyon. They deny all uh, of this. Of course they do. Yeah, I think I think their inbox is broken because they haven't replied to any of my cave emails in, in some years. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you, brother. I've been trying to get reptilians past them for months. Yeah, I just maybe the person who's supposed to be in charge of that is just not doing their job. It's true. Probably fine. I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, another one. You do what you want with this. But <laughs> I got it. Here's an interesting one. Uh, Marco Polo said that he encountered giants on his worldly travels. From Marco Polo's book, The Travels of Marco Polo, uh, he's talking about his trip to Zanzibar. Quote, they are both tall and stout, but not tall in proportion, proportion to their stoutness. For if they were, being so stout and brawny, they would absolutely be like giants. And they were so strong that they will carry four men and eat like five. They are all black and stark naked 
with only little covering their decency. Why they got to be black? It's fucking Zanzibar, and he's a, he's a <laughs> fucking racist. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> the, the tiny little European bitch probably just <laughs> met black people for the first time and was like, mythical giants. Yeah. <laughs> he said the women there are the ugliest he's ever seen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With their big teeth. <laughs> I'm not joking. Nice. <laughs> down. Well, what nationality was Marco Polo? Was he... Uh, I think he's Italian, though. Yeah, or... that's right. Yeah, that's a straight-up fucking lie, then. Because the, you know why they were ugliest you never seen? They weren't covered in four inches of hair. It <laughs> wasn't used to it. These are not the women. Where are their backup pelts? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have to shave the woman. That's weird. Yeah. Oh no, Virgil's dying. <laughs> <laughs> They're pussy just right in the open. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's a giant scene within the last 20 years. And this is the story we're going to cover today by the U.S. military. Okay. And before I get started with this story, we have to respect our veterans. And so who are we to say that they're liars? You know, you want to go out, you want to sail that ship, tell, tell the veterans they're lying about giants. You do that. I'm not doing that. All right. I already did that once. I made problems when I called a veteran a dink. Never, <laughs> never again. In 2002, the U.S. was deep into war with Afghanistan over something minor. I think I don't remember what it was. Yeah. I, I'm. Yeah. Nobody does something during uh, it was during Operation Enduring Freedom, which was the official name for the war on terrorism by the U.S. government, which I forgot about. And I fucking find that hilarious, too. Here's enduring freedom with a gun mm -hmm. in your face. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Endure this freedom. That's my it's the name of my boot. It's freedom. Endure it on your neck. <laughs> Not sure exactly when in 2002 they didn't really say the date or anything, but a patrol goes missing in the mountains of Kandahar. And they were in patrol in the mountainous areas around Kandahar. At some point, they just stopped radio communication. Now, Virgil, you were in the military, right? Yeah. If you were to go quite dead like that, what would they do? Like if you were to just not check in on patrol, they'll send people. Yeah. Or declare anything. Or did you say simp? <laughs> what? You say you'd simp people? No. <laughs> no, they declare you missing or send people to find you. Yeah. So they, they have to check in every once in a while mm -hmm. or they'll send someone or they'll, they'll declare you dead. But they, this is what they did. U.S. sends special ops task force, the Green Berets, to go recover the missing soldier and to find out exactly why they went missing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Virgil. I don't know anything about this shit. I just write shit down and I try to understand it. But uh, apparently the Green Berets is a nickname for the U.S. U United States Army Special Forces and their Army's most elite yeah. forces. Like they're like the, the Marines, I guess, of the Navy. Uh, them and the Rangers are like top tier. Top okay, so that's kind of what I figured. They're, they're like the best of the best, basically. Yeah. One of these Green Berets is actually the one who broke the silence on this case. All right. And he does so anonymously, disguising his voice and naming himself Mr. K to protect himself for the NDA the government made him sign after this incident. Uh, and he does so on a documentary series that's called the watchers created by another guy with two initials for a first name la mazuli i i tried to get his fucking clips of this guy but it's almost impossible he has everything down a paywall and i ain't paying fucking five bucks for that according to mr k the search led the the green berets up a ragged hard to climb narrow mountain trails behind enemy lines the berets dropped about four kilometers away 
excuse me, from the last known position of the missing patrol. They spent a few days searching this mountainside and they don't really come across anything of interest. No, they scour the mountains, no enemy, no missing soldiers, nothing. A couple goats, there's lots of goat trails. The special forces eventually see a somewhat well-used goat trail and they decide, why not? Let's follow that one. The trail eventually led to a large opening to a cavern. Uh, there was military gear strewn all across the clearing near the entrance of the cave. They had a radio antenna, uh, broken radio casings, military backpacks that were all emptied out and shredded, uh, even pieces of uniforms from American soldiers. They could tell by the uh, whatever markings were left on them. They even see broken bones strewn amongst the American junk. This looks like an ambush to the Green Berets. So now they're in high gear, hot, a guard mode. They put their weapons up, defensive positions. Uh, now, these guys apparently, and I don't know what this means. I'm just saying not words. So you guys are going to have to figure this out for me. I'm not a gun person. So these guys would have been armed with fully auto M4 carbines, semi-auto carbines, and M107 Barrett anti-material rifles firing 50 caliber BMG. Ooh. Is that a lot of firepower? Yeah, I, I can yeah. confirm as a gun expert, those do shoot. <laughs> uh, as, as a not gun expert but just as an american yeah that that's that's apparently it's a lot i'm canadian yeah i don't know but apparently it's a lot i don't know i'm no, sorry it's it's a lot the m4 is just the military version of the ar-15 yeah it's the it's the shitty uh gun you start with in call of duty when you play multiplayer it's... for the first time but okay. but i'm pretty sure that you can still kill people with it in real life it's just shitty in the video game. Yeah, well, guns don't kill people, though. People kill people. So that's true. The Barrett 50 cals, it'll fuck you up. Oh, yeah. It'll okay. disappear okay. after you. Yeah, I watched I watched a video online of a guy uh, hunting deer with a 50 caliber uh, gun, and, uh, and he killed the deer, but the bullet missed the deer, and just like the shockwave around the bullet, like collapsed its skull what that's crazy that's yeah scary. it's pretty cool <laughs> that's terrifying I'll, I'll ask my buddy for the video to send it to you because it is wild yeah that's cool all right well anyways that's a lot of firepower that's what they said on the internet too but i don't really know i like i said i'm not a gun person uh, well now you know now you're a gun person now you're american i'm a gun person now i'm american yeah yeah you're you're inducted so welcome finally that's all i've ever wanted mm -hmm. when do i get to when do i get to Shoot up a school. Uh, tomorrow, we have an opening if you want. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm too old for that now. I got to go shoot up a mall or an ex-girlfriend's house. That's also possible. Those openings are always available. So one of the highly trained berets peeks his head into the cavern. And as he looks in, he sees that as soon as you would enter the cave, there's a big drop off. Now he peeks down the hole. He doesn't really have a flashlight out yet. You can't really see how far it goes down. And this is when Mr. K says he sees some movement inside the cave. The special ops point their weapons up and start to slowly enter the cave. But just as they're about to enter, a preemptive strike hits one of the soldiers. A giant spear with a bronze tip flies out of the darkness and hits the soldier, only known as Dan, square in the chest. As the other soldiers are still have their rifles up, they're all in shock, like, what the fuck? just happened and they're they don't know it then from the cave emerges a 12 to 15 foot humanoid charging in their direction the giant was a ginger fire oh. red hair 
past his shoulders with a red beard. Exactly. Disgusting, right? Ginger. Think about the bush on that. <laughs> He's the same description as the Sitaka, uh, the cicadas of North America, which I find interesting. Hmm. Uh, the Kandaharian giant had more description, though, than the Sitaka or whatever. He had, they had six fingers on both hands and was wearing a loincloth made from animal skins and what looked like some homemade sandals. I bet you could make some dope sandals with 12 fingers. You just described <laughs> half of Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> 12 foot redheads with loincloths cool 12 fingers <laughs> yeah and 12 fingers <laughs> 12 fingers and a tick um <laughs> now you mentioned a lot of goats before um have have should we maybe entertain the idea that this is not an, a giant but in fact a troll Ooh, is there possibly a bridge that they crossed on that goat trail definitely we'll get to that when he jumped out of the cave he screamed a, a war cry at these guys and it, they saw that he had two rows of teeth in his mouth. So that sounds troll-like to me. I mean, I, I do too. I thought that was normal. Oh, you do have two rows? Good. Yeah. Um, weird. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So now he, when he jumps out of the cave, everyone's still shocked. The giant grabs the spear that's now stuck in Dave or Dan, sorry. And he lifts it up as if nothing's on there. And he's re- in a fighting position. Everyone in shock, but they're shaken out of it by the screams of someone going, shoot it in the head. And they all open fire, the four or five guys that are there, for 30 seconds of continuous gunfire to bring that fucker down, straight to the face. Hmm. Apparently, with that kind of gunfire, it would have taken one second of repeated gunfire on anything to kill it, uh, except for this giant took 30 seconds. Dan is still alive. Uh, Officers can't get the lance out. It's too big, too awkward, and they don't want to kill him. So they call medevac. Dan dies before the medevac gets there. The guys that show up, they got two helicopters. They go, well, this is interesting, right? So they look at the thing. It's it's covered in, like, its face is basically gone from shooting in the face. But they still want to research the fucking thing. So they put it in a net, I guess. They say they kind of, like, they have a hard time. They're struggling. The guys just have to, like, flip it on its side, throw the net under, and put it under. And it smelt, too. Apparently, it stank. It stank like death, but, like... 10 days past death smell death you know like the grossest mm. part of death smell cool and they put him in a on like that net and then they fly him away via helicopter and it was flown back to a cargo plane to be sent back to the u.s for further study the pilot of the c-130 cargo uh airplane called the hit show coast to coast with jordan nori uh to discuss his involvement in the whole affair the pilot claims that the giant was 1,100 pounds and was over 12 feet tall. The giant had been transported to a base in Ohio and hasn't been seen since. So did this happen? Do giants exist? Let's go through the obvious theories. <laughs> I'll start with the obvious one. That weight to height ratio doesn't really track. The 1,100 pound? Yeah. On a helicopter? Well, like, no. If If it's 12 feet tall, let's say, like, that's twice the size of a six foot man uh there aren't many 550 pound six foot men that can like throw a spear very well <laughs> but to be that size your bones would have to be more dense and thick to actually hold you up under gravity and right. you'd be a well, lot thicker of a person i'm yeah. 1100 pounds is a lot i agree i'm not saying it's not i'm not mm-hmm. disagreeing with you i'm just, just saying pull out of your ass I the gravity not. thing no i did not pull that out of my ass I mean, it sounds right, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't double the weight. Like that seems 
Well, I mean, then again, also, I guess if it's not human in any way, shape or form and it's strong enough to supposedly take on 30 seconds of repeated gunfire, maybe there's some additional bits going on there that how dense is it? You know, right, right. But the, the the gravity thing is that's one of the sorry, I didn't pull it on mass because it comes up a little bit later. But they say that the you couldn't that it's biologically impossible to have giants. That's, well, that's what, uh, yeah, I mean, because the way that you'd be too big, you'd have to it, the, the amount of food it just would have to eat just to keep itself alive in a mountainous cave like that would be outrageous. Right. Any fans yeah. of sci fi and alien lore there would uh, be very familiar with gravity and, uh, and and bone density and all that. That comes up a lot. And let's, let's just go through, I'll go through the obvious one right away. Theory number one, no Richard, they don't exist. And you're an idiot for even entertaining the idea. Sure. I'm going to, I admit it. None of this shit sounds plausible. Did I send you my theory? Is that how you got it? <laughs> this is going to be everybody's theory. I get it. I understand. There's no, there's not even really any evidence. There's two guys, one that was on fucking coast to coast and another guy that talked to a, a guy named L.A. Mazzuli. Like, I, I gotcha. I understand. I'm with you all on this. The government even denies that this entire Kandahar thing even happened. The only Dan that died in action during that time frame was a guy who died from an accident clearing and disposing uh, explosives. No other Dan's died uh, at all in 2002. That sounds like a good cover story, though. Uh, that's what I say later, but uh, there's no evidence of a patrol that went missing around the time or in that area. Sounds like a giant hoax. No pun intended. Let's talk about the hoaxes for a second, because there's not this isn't the only giant hoax. Uh, most of these stories of giants are considered to be legend, hyperbole or right down downright hoaxes. There have been many hoaxes. The most famous hoax of giant in North America has to be the Cardiff giant. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. Yeah, I think. Never heard of it. 1869, a New York tobacconist named George Hall unearthed a 10 foot, five inch petrified man uh, who has a huge dick, by the way. If you go look at the pictures, they didn't he did not spare any fucking plaster on that fucking dongle. It's looking pretty good. And how long did you spend looking at that? Long time. It was research that actually I know that because we learned about it in school because that's that's local to me. It's in the same county. Hall was a he was an atheist. And he wanted to prove to everyone that fucking everyone's dumb. All these religious people are dumb, really. So he went and found this giant in his backyard and he charged 50 cents for everyone to come look at it. And it was like a petrified giant. And then eventually Hall got bored of his this. He didn't really want to do it anymore. So he sold it to a group of five people for $23,000 of that time money, 1869 money. And then they started displaying it in an exhibition, making shit tons more money. Then P.T. Barnum found out about the giant and he looked at the giant and he's like, I'm making a replica. And he just fucking made the exact same giant, but started touring it with his, uh, his stuff, the, the nice. Barnum fucking circus shit. And then he claimed that his giant was the real one. And the Cardiff one was the fraud. The guy who owned the real Cardiff giant, David Hunnam and his four buddies. He's the one who's quoted as actually saying there's a sucker born every minute, not P.T. Barnum. It's always usually associated with P.T. Barnum. Man, he stole that too? Yeah, he stole that too. Man was ruthless. Yeah, he he doesn't give a fuck. P.T. Barnum, I'm going to do an episode on him one day. He's fascinating. Hannum and Barnum got into a big legal battle about the authenticity of both giants until George Hall just three years later is like, fuck it. He confesses. He's just like, I made this up to trick all you dumb religious people. 
uh, and it worked. I fucking buried it near where I was digging my well. <laughs> like, anyways, so everyone felt dumb. Uh, but it's still around to this day. You can still go visit it in the Farmer's Museum of Cooperstown, New York. I think they cut his hog off, though, because I was looking at pictures of it now, and it's like in a farmer's market, and it looks smooth down there. But the original pictures, he's got a dick, like a big fat one. That's the only part I want to see. Yeah, Cooperstown is something of a conservative. Nah, someone definitely just stole that. So, Well, yeah, I didn't mean they cut it off and threw it in the trash. Someone cut it off and used it on his wife for years. (laughs) (laughs) So there's been hoaxes. It's not like there's, uh, especially with giants, it's not the first time there's been a giant hoax. Uh, but the conspiracy theorist in me just wants to throw out all the non-evidence of the giant as actual evidence. Of course, the U.S. or any government wouldn't tell the general population they killed a giant in Afghanistan. That's not how that would work. First of all, if they did, PETA would be on their ass. You know, they'd be like, you're killing rare species. Secondly, they wouldn't admit to it because no one would believe them anyway. It's stupid, right? It's a fucking giant. And then the only Dan that died was an exploding Dan. Convenient. You know, like you said earlier, like that doesn't really... That Dan could have easily died from a giant and they just Wait, blew up his body and said it was. Was that his nickname? Because that is kind of like crazy. That's how he died then. Exploding Dan. <laughs> yeah, exploding Dan died exploding. Weird. No, they just gave him a first name, Dan. The guy was just talking about Dan died. Lieutenant Dan. Another thing is you can't fully discount the existence of cryptids either. Like who the fuck knows if there's chupacabras, Bigfoots, Loch Ness monsters, all this stuff has been kind of disproved, but probably doesn't exist. But did you know that some cryptids have been found out to be real creatures? I was looking at this a couple examples. There's way more, but the ones that I found the most fun was like in the 1700s, the platypus was so odd and unknown that even the corpse of the animal was considered to be a fucking hoax. A, A zoologist, a famous zoologist called George Shaw, he was like, I don't know, man. This doesn't look like a real thing. And who can blame the guy? Platypus sounds made up. It's an egg-laying poisonous mammal with the bill of a duck, feet of an otter, and the tail of a beaver. It sounds like something P.T. Barnum would be driving around at his circus in the freak yeah, show. Yeah, new theory. Um, platypus is made up. <laughs> the real hoax there was taking a fake thing and getting everyone to believe it's real. The mystery of the platypi? Yep. Many of the day... They all agreed that this was just Chinese sailors. The racist, they're all the sailors were like, the Chinese ones are coming here trying to grease money out of us, less traveled. But it took about a hundred years of people actually going to the, it's in a remote part of Australia, I guess, that the platypus is, to see them in the wild before people were like, oh, this guy wasn't full of shit. This is real. A hundred years. I think it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because first we're like, oh, the Chinese are pulling one over on us. And now all of a sudden we're not like, oh, the Australians are pulling one over on us. Mm-hmm. Fuck them both, you know. <laughs> yeah. Equally, we do. We we don't know. We've ever met an Australian. I've never met an Australian. I trust. <laughs> Thank you. No one tell Bo. Rick's implication <laughs> is you can't trust something for which you cannot prove it exists. Um, maybe maybe the Chinese Chinese invented Australians, and that's like it's like a false flag thing globally. How do you know there's Chinese people? Well, well of course, I mean, Chinese you know people. don't Chinese be crazy. People. Yeah. Okay, I mean, sorry, that, I don't. I don't want to be racist. I don't think you're racist. I just think like, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Platypus, like I said, it's not the only animal that's been discovered uh, f- from being encrypted to real animal. Uh, giant squids. For centuries, sailors spoke of giant squids that would sink ships out at sea. The first reports of a giant squid are from ancient times, uh, Aristotle times, the mid 300s BC by a guy named Pliny the Naturalist. I love that name. They just Pliny the Naturalist. That's his name. 
I bet he was friends with Exploding Dan. Yeah, <laughs> it must have been. Uh, he described them as 30-foot-long squids, and everyone went, sure, whatever, Pliny, Pliny, Pliny. Pliny underestimated these creatures, as some of these can be 40, 45 feet long. And it took over 2,000 years for us, from the first sightings, to us to actually confirm their existence. Already looked like he had something. Well, no, I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just interested. I find giant squids fascinating one of the cooler animals out there because it, it also like one of my big things is like just before i die i just like i just want to know for sure is there like a dinosaur down there because that would be so cool steganographer yes yeah steganographer yeah just a, <laughs> some lady with scuba gear on not typing on a weird keyboard under the ocean that's all i want to find oceans are so unexplored and that's what like so like the idea of like like i know that whole giant squid thing and i just like Really, really pulling for a dinosaur down there. You never know. There could be anything. That's the that's the thing with the these cryptids that took a long time to actually become real. They were all found in really hard to get places for humans, right? Like under obviously the ocean's very hard. We couldn't even really go that deep until maybe 500 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why right. it took so long to even do the squid. But even the the platypus was on a remote island off in the middle of fucking nowhere yeah maybe this is the case with giants too maybe the the kandahar cave we just hadn't gotten to there yet that's all no nobody had been to afghanistan prior to 2001 not in those kit not in that cave there's so many caves (laughs) i get it i i understand obviously it's not real maybe who knows a lot of this stuff has been confirmed as either hoaxes or i was talking about the misidentification of bones right i said earlier about the c that the researchers now believe whatever giant humanoid bones they found were probably mammoth or bears that were local to the area. But what if this is the case with many other bones that giant believers, super religious assholes, giant believers, uh, want to be true? Some of the bones could just be from a different animal altogether, but science of the time and similarities of the bones make it easy to make a mistake. There is a primate from 10,000 years ago that is one of our evolutionary ancestors or cousins or along they could have evolved along the same line as us and this is the gigantopithecus blackie and it was a primate that stood 10 feet tall so they say if you could find bones of that guy he's primate stands upright 10 feet tall being a dum-dum from 200 years ago you could potentially mistake that as a human giants could just be a just a different animal and our dum-dumness Another giant thing is another theory is all of this is just attributed to just being bigger or gigantism. Maybe there was just an Irish dude with gigantism living in the mountains of Kandahar. That's my theory. That's that's probable. That's the most probable, I think, assumption <laughs> we've made so far. Some giants found throughout history have actually just been people with gigantism. Like in 1991, there was a skeleton from a third century Rome that was someone who was six foot eight. And everyone's like, giants, see, giants exist, everyone. God's Bible is real. All the history of the Bible is real. Giant. That would have been considered a monster back then, six foot eight. Uh, it's kind of a monster now. Someone who's six foot eight is pretty fucking big. But by examining the bones and skull of the man found in the then Roman controlled parts of India, it showed that the pituitary gland it had a tumor that was probably just giving him gigantism. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this could just be attributed to diseases people didn't understand. Whatever. Now, 
this is theory, whatever. Giants are real. All right. Oh, just fully leaning into it for this one. Yeah. How big Ask does like a humanoid good. need to be that we consider it a giant? Well, let's go 10 feet or below. That's what we did earlier. So well, 10 feet or higher. The world's tallest man was eight something, right? Eight foot 11, I believe. Yeah. And was that giant? Yeah, but I don't even think this guy could walk around. Yeah. wasn't it wasn't world's world's most average size giant it was, i mean that's exactly what i would say if i needed an alibi after throwing uh, a sword or a spear giants are real now if you think about it there's no evidence that actually disproves mr k's theory either okay or i guess his story that's not, not a theory neither either way there's no evidence either way it's just a guy's story right now according to la mazuli uh, the locals would warn him. He went over to actually go check it out. And the war- locals would warn him of a cannibalistic giant living in the mountains. So, sure. Right? You get a bunch of guys speaking whatever Farsi or language it is, and you just put subtitles on like, there's a giant. Like, I don't know. I don't fucking speak that language. There's reports of the giant. Apparently, after the whole giant thing, there that people said that it was an open secret around the base. And... People were talking about it all the time, openly, until eventually someone got in trouble for it and they had to shut the fuck up. They had to sign NDAs. All the the uh, RF officers, like very, very uh, strict NDAs, non-disclosures, mm-hmm. which I would assume if you're in the Green Berets, you'd probably be under some sort of crazy NDA anyway. But apparently they asked, it got out too quickly and they made them sign extra paperwork. Maybe just giants live for a long time. And they just live for thousands of years and they've been hiding underground. No, we never see them for that long. They just eat the goats that come up there, make new clothes out of the goats. Maybe they sleep for fucking 500 years. Like the, the sleeping giant. I know there's probably not enough goats for this guy to survive, but maybe the Kandahar giant had a goat farm. He just had goats underground. And he's breeding goats. to just eat underground. <laughs> but is he breeding them or is he breeding with them? Both. Both. That's what goats are yeah, for. The fucking and eating fucking go like he doesn't have a girlfriend by himself no wonder he's angry got too many teeth hanging out know. playing with too his many food. teeth <laughs> yeah, that's a good problem to have <laughs> i'd rather be born with too many teeth you know yeah so i'm sorry but like bur- burden of proof is still like a thing like you can't just like say something and be like well you can't say it's not you know like <laughs> For sure. And L.A. Mazzulli, this is his, uh, what he says, he's a big Bible guy, this guy, okay? And he says that the government's covering all this giant stuff up, and they've known for years, because it goes against the narrative currently taught in school about the origins of the earth. If giants exist, the governments would have to admit that more of the Bible is real, including, and not limited to, the existence of God. And that doesn't help the government out, that helps the church, and only the church. I'm sorry, these people are so fucking stupid. In what world does people not believing in the in the Bible help the government? The entire basis. <laughs> That's so fucking dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> hey, this is what these religious fuck faces say. I don't know. I'm. Uh... We fucking stopped arguing about gay marriage and abortion. We'd have free health care, and the government does not want that. But if they admitted there's giants, they'd have free healthcare too, probably, right? I don't, I don't, I mean, honestly, if that were the case, I'd be out there scouting for free giants. So <laughs> you don't want to, they'll bite your fucking head off. I mean, if it means that I can get that repaired for nothing at a hospital, then yeah, I'm going to risk it. <laughs> they, they definitely 
repair lobbed off heads. I've heard head, of head biting off itis. That's that's covered under. Yeah. The... I, I can't. Here's another thing. I can't really find any clips of L.A. Mazzuli or whatever anywhere on the Internet. There's only one clip where he's ranting off with another guy on a different podcast. So it's really hard to, like, judge this guy overall. But the Bible shit just kills him for me. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Obviously, giants probably aren't real, but I want them to be. So I want it to be a thing. Here's my final thought. Well, it's not final. I got a couple more things in here, but here's what I really want. I want there to be a giant. I want the U.S. to have killed it, and I want them to be hiding it. That's all the things I actually want. Like, I want that because that's funnier. Well, all right. probably not the case. So here's here's an idea. Uh, We just start. We start a breeding program. All right. (laughs) So like we start pairing off people over six foot with people taller than them and then just make them have kids. And then anybody in the world who's under like five ten, we either kill them or make them slaves. Okay. So we're going to eugenics. Yeah. Back to the cloning argument. Okay. All right. Yeah. Why don't we just use CRISPR to get like make people taller? Um well, Did you then, like brain blast before you got on today? I swear to God, like you're throwing out all these terms I would have never <laughs> thought you would say. What me? Yes, he's dude's like he's like oh maybe we should look at the CRISPR. Oh yeah, the fucking CRISPR. Yeah, why don't, Damn, why don't you think I would know about CRISPR? I it's just it, maybe it's just me. I feel like everything today you've just been throwing out random like work like keywords ready to go. You think I'm dumb? No, I don't think you're dumb. Just, I just just been well prepared today. I'm not saying that you're dumb. I would have no problem saying if I thought that. I'm just saying today you like fucking brain blasted before you got here. (laughs) Brain blasted. We can't say dumb. The proper term is Canadian. Oh, yeah, you fuck. (laughs) Nice. Yes. No one's ever seen a giant. And if anybody had ever actually seen a giant, they're probably too dumb to know they're being scammed or just straight up lying. So that's what I think with the whole the giants are real, but Anyways, there's one more quick thing here that is a fun one. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a show. I believe it's on ID called Ancient Aliens. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have. (laughs) Well, have you guys ever heard of the Anunnaki? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah, but uh, can you tell us about it? They're the they're the big egg-headed fucks, right? They're just giants, and nobody really knows the description. They from looking at old Sumerian fucking drawings and shit like that, they were just bigger than humans. Uh, I thought they're supposed to have like elongated heads or something. They're just they have weirder look. They, it's either a they have little weird heads, or b they're just shitty at drawing back then. Like I don't know, it's like <laughs> cave drawings. You know what I mean? Like. It's it's not elongated enough for me to be like that's couldn't just be human. They're humanoid for sure, and the, these there's theories out there that these giants that were on Earth were actually ancient astronauts. They came here from a planet, uh, distant planet, undiscovered as of yet by us, called Nibiru. Yes, yeah, so the aliens came down here and they wanted to get all the gold because the first of all the climate was all fucked up here and they didn't like the climate. It wasn't really good for them. So they wanted to get the gold to like fix the climate somehow. I don't really understand the fucking mechanics of that. But so they, what they did was they found like old monkeys or whatever, and they took the monkey DNA and they took it made it better so they could make a slave race for them to do all their work because they couldn't do any fucking work down here because the weather was too shitty for them. So what they made was humans, a little subservient fucking humans. And they said they came here about half a million years ago, give or take a year or two. A year or two. Now down that 
Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, huh? it's very close. Yeah, yeah, very close. So five five hundred thousand and one or four hundred ninety nine thousand and nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> that's right. And they they jump started all humanity's like big cr- discoveries. Like they show them how to do farming, or they show them how uh, they show them how to do stonework. Like they show them how to build fucking pyramids. Apparently, mm-hmm. which I find kind of crazy. Like you're in a spaceship and you're going to build pyramids, but whatever. Yeah, this is bullshit. They stole that from me. This is basically what I just said about about breeding. Uh, tell people yeah this is why i was like oh it's funny that he's saying that <laughs> they, they keep stealing your ideas it's weird so yeah there, there's lots of ancient writings about these giant ancient like and i sh- i should say the right there are writings about giants and they're called anunnaki and stuff like that but if you take them out of context you could definitely make it sound like the story like these aliens came here uh from the dead sea scrolls like i was talking about earlier but in reality mm-hmm. it's uh it's a fun one and i like that one i hope that's ancient fucking aliens came down here and just made us what we are today kickstarted us into our journey of society and the giants just left because of the shitty fucking weather here. Uh, I love that. If you figure if they can fly all the way here, they'd be able to check the weather and go like, fuck wrong place. Let's not go there. But they went, they came anyway. David Icke. I don't know if you know who David Icke is. Oh yeah. Yeah. British conspiracy theorists behind the reptilian. He yeah. says these Anunnaki's are actually like reptilians. Sure. And he kind of takes, he kind of takes the stories and jams them together. Like, that's why we have like we're all like some people are reptiles. It's the they, they mashed our DNAs together. Yeah, it all goes back to the Denver airport. It's so cool. Now, the Anunnaki reptilian stuff. I will include another episode. Yeah, I, I can't really do the whole Anunnaki thing. There's too much to it because it's lots and it's super interesting. It's super fun. So if you ever want to go just ancient aliens, it's all fucking just fun to watch and listen to. But how real is it? Eh, you know, as real as the Bible. Exactly. The Bible's part real, so how much of this is real? What do you guys think about giants? Did, did the U.S. actually go up there and kill? Did this the thing, or is this some guy who just wanted attention um, on George Nori? So, so like giants, just indisputably are not real. Um, like, there's no fucking way. That's like it's it's one of those silly things that people say for attention or to you know uh, make their lives more interesting. However, if they were, you can bet. The United States Army fucking killed it. <laughs> no, I disagree. The United States Army would have weaponized it. <laughs> That's true. You think you think it, it, there's a reality where where both of those narratives fit, and that they killed it, and then they brought it back, sort of like a Resident Evil Three Nemesis type deal, or where they trained it and then it went south, so they had to kill it. <laughs> they gave it Green Beret training. The Green Beret was actually the giant. No, the Green Berets were trained by the Giants, and that's how they're so good now. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm with Rick then because like if there was a giant there and they and they did encounter it, and that was the case, whatever went down, the Iraq War would have gone a lot smoother because there would have been like five hundred thousand giants deployed to Saddam Hussein's little uh, palace and then uh, Spider Hole. When did you When did you serve, Mister Virgil? Also, how tall are you? (laughs) Yeah, how tall are you? That was a good one. <laughs> uh, I got out five years ago. Oh, okay. So I was just wondering if maybe you'd heard about giants on base, you know? Thank you for your service. around that, sir. Uh, I had heard about this online before, but just on Reddit. Never anything from anyone I knew. You never know what kind of shit flies around. And, and that's the thing is that I like to keep my mind. I know, I know in my heart of hearts, this isn't real. But if it is real, there's a fucking Green Beret 
giant right now just fucking up somebody in russia you know he's just or maybe he's working for the russians maybe the russians have their own giant oh and he's green haired that's true they're a little bit closer to afghanistan physically than uh we are so they probably they probably got in there early also you have to ask why russia left all their tanks in afghanistan maybe they left with something better that's basically just a a weapons drop for the giant the giant just picks it up and uses it like a gun when he gets close Mm -hmm. to it Mm. (laughs) you know uh this all this time i i looked up green and giant and it took me to uh Green giant hentai. Oh, and, uh, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah, it's, nice. it's. I believe it. They're real now, and you know that led me <laughs> to attack on attack on Titan hentai, and you know it's it's pretty strong evidence, and I I think they're real now. Yeah, I mean, video evidence is more than what we have of Australians, so I certainly <laughs> think. <laughs> I certainly think it's possible. Virgil, you're a fucking liar. There's no such thing as goddamn giants. Or if there are giants, they work with you. Uh, If there's no fucking giants, that means I left her ass with some random tall dude. So, you know, uh, good luck finding the bitch. Boys, are we ready to go to Afghanistan for our next episode? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's actually where I am currently. I I will meet you there. I have a timeshare property in Afghanistan. Oh, perfect. I I hear it's nice this time of year. It is, yeah. yeah. It's uh, ever since those goddamn Americans left, uh, things have been a lot better here. There's a lot more oppression, and I find that very relaxing. Well, Rick, punch him before he goes because he didn't tell us straight away we had to solve a stupid crime that was dumb. As if he wasn't horny enough. Because you motherfuckers didn't pay me last time. Punch him. You never get money, you prick. Punch him again. Ow, fuck. Virgil, get your fucking ass over here. Well, I'm I'm sorry I told them, but I I left her in fucking Afghanistan and they started chasing me, and and I'm I'm fucking sorry. Oh, that's it. That's all they fucking did was chase you. That that's all it fucking took. They didn't torture you. They didn't lift up a fingernail. And then uh, they they punched me in the dick a couple times and a uh, twist of my nipples and uh, didn't not like it. And uh, I got a phone number, but. Well, I'm going to do a whole lot fucking worse to you to make sure that you don't ever backstab me again. No, no. Is that. Don't point that fucking gun at me. Ah, ah, fuck my dick. Shit. Somebody get it. Let's put it on ice. They can still save it. Now you'll be mine forever. No, the fucking dog got it. No, come back here. I just watched Private Dicks and I think RJ's the funniest. What? Come on! Hey there, all you private dickheads. That's probably not the name we're gonna stick with. Anyways, uh, RJ here. I am here to tell you thank you for listening to another episode of Private Dicks. If you liked what you heard, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere they take your reviews, drop us five stars, say something nice. Also, what you just heard was from last season. If you want current episodes as they're dropped, head on over to patreon.com and search up Unethical Podcast. That's our mother podcast. I was not aware Private Dicks was a spinoff. I'm going to renegotiate my contract. On Patreon is a full 16-episode season more of Private Dicks, uncut videos of each episode, and many more things are getting added all the time. You can also find all of Unethical's content on there, so go listen to that. And... 
If you're already a patron, fuck yeah, dude. You're the best. Thank you.